and welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Davy Lips and once again my man Gio. Hey ma'am. Hello, hello. <sighs> Today's going to be emotional. You are ready, yeah? <laughs> I can feel the emotions brewing inside me because there are some things going on in, in wrestling right oh, now. Oh yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I, this, this has been the week where I've, I've sat in the Discord like 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 the like the Star Wars with the little little robe over his head and I'm just like yes. Yes, <laughs> let the hate flow through you. So we had full gear. Full gear is what kicked it off. Now before I get into everything I want to say, there are some parts I enjoyed. You know? I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't hate all of it. But AEW fans and their blind bias ridiculous wcw tna desperation is really starting to get to me <laughs> really starting to get to me they don't know what they're talking about they're just blinded they're refusing it's like okay so it feels like if you change the letters to wcw it feels like the tired wcw in 2001 and it feels like they're using the same model you know that's what i felt I was looking at the other day. He's like 2001 WCW. It looks cheap. It looks tatty. It's not bringing out any shock factor. It's it's not looking good. But if you try and tell a AEW fan, so like as a new company, you'd want to know what you're doing wrong so you can improve. Can you imagine AEW fans making just that comment? They would go through. I just it it's. They're, they're very hypocritical because we'll, we'll get to it during, during like, the show itself. Mm. It's poor. Yeah, it's really, really poor. Um, but look, Full Gear did happen. Um, we'll go through Full Gear because I did watch it. Um, I hated the pre-show. It's uh, Pre-shows for me, WWE and AEW, just need to scrap them. Pre-shows are just not a thing. It's Ugh. Like I said, we'll get to it during the review of the actual show itself, too. Yeah, as I say, uh, Serena Deeb took on Alison Kay in the in the, um, in the pre-show, and they put on an all right match. It's just I don't I don't like pre-shows. I don't like the pre-shows. They should scrap them across. Um, but it opened with the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Tournament uh, Tournament Final match, which is a lot to say. Uh, Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. And right away, that's my first thing <laughs> yeah. to be angry about because I know where this is going. And if they honestly, if they let Kenny Omega be the guy that, to take out Moxley after a year's worth of beating up all these new stars, that's a slap in the face. Yeah. See, so for me, I think, I know some people have thought they're going from Moxley to Kenny to Jericho. I think they're going from Moxley to Kenny to Paige. Like, and while I get that, you can bypass Kenny Omega. Why not just push newer guys and have right. that's Paige my problem. and Moxley? It's, like, that's the, new and that's fresh, you know? That's my problem. As you said, it's the WCW thing where, hey, all these people who are in charge or friends of the people in charge are the people mm. that are getting the pushes. Yeah. See, like, Paige Moxley would have felt like something new. Like, I said on here last week that I wanted Paige to win because 
I know you know that they're trying to go from Moxley to Kenny. I reckon to Paige. I I know some people think it's Jericho, but we'll get to my little Jericho bit in a minute. Um, but I think that's what they're doing. And for that, you don't need Kenny. You can use Kenny to help bring along other guys. Right. You right. know, you can do Moxley Page, and that would feel like something different. You know. Right. Um, but they had a great match. Um, I do feel like they had something better in them against each other i do feel i don't know but it was it was a great match um big spot fests uh it was as it was you knew it was going to be good and they didn't disappoint they're two very very talented boys um but i just feel like they had more and that was my that was one of my rages is again it's somebody in charge of the company they 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 made this big stink about you know the revival being held back in WWE being told that they're, you know, they're not good enough Mm. to be the tag team champions. They're not good enough to hold up the tag team division. So they make a big stink about it and they bring them over to AEW where everything's supposed to be different. And what did they do? They won the tag titles within a month, which they did the same thing in WWE and then they dropped it. Yeah. So it was wrong in WWE, but it's okay over in AEW. And, And that's the thing. Like, it it just doesn't it doesn't it, that's the thing i'm struggling with aw fans like i'm trying to be as diplomatic like you like, can't talk had, to them anymore. had this been a wwe thing and they were there and they lost to the street profits or they lost a new day what mm. would people be saying right now oh yeah. new day's a joke oh street profits come on ftr the the the, the, they, the revival deserves better than this yeah yeah but it's okay because it was the young bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like if you would say, so let's say that full gear. Yeah. Was a WWE event that hangman page. Kenny Omega is like putting, uh, Brock Lesnar against Matt Riddle to get to champion. Who's been champion for bloody ages. Right. Say Cena and letting Brock Lesnar win. That for yeah. me is that, that is what that booking has done. It's done nothing to help Hangman Page, who is a very talented boy. And Hangman Page could be a star, but it's Kenny Omega, isn't it? Just like the Young Bucks, you know? It's, and it's like the same said, like, it's, with, yeah. It's just, it, to me, it's also showing that these dudes that are in charge are putting themselves over before everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, because it's like, there's an indie bias. Um, same with the fans. Uh, they're just... They're not big fans of those who tread outside of the confines of like the independent scene, you know, and like they've all got their little click. And so they're either snapping up WWE guys because they think they're already stars or they just keep it in house with their elite and their little boys club, you know, but all the other guys like look at Sean Spears. When Sean Spears joined, they started booking him like he could be a really a big, big heel on AEW. I was thinking, okay, cool. Now look. Yeah. Now look at Sean Spears. Nothing. He's doing nothing, you know. But it's the same thing with everybody that started over there. And I've made this statement every week so far. Look at Brian Cage. Yep. They could have made Brian Cage. They could have taken a year like they did with with, uh, MJF. They could have made a whole year's worth of a storyline where he held on to that ship and he just dominated and fooled those people with Taz as his manager. And then he cashed it in and either he won or he lost after a year's worth of domination. Mm. They could have built him up to be a strong star. Yep. 
And now he's, he's going to be fired. They waited one month, one month after he won the thing, which is supposed to be like their money in the bank. Waited yeah. one month and then lost clean. Yeah. And then what did they give him in exchange? They gave him their version of the 24-7 title, which is the FTW title. It means nothing. Yeah. And it's just... It's not a belt that he defends. It's not a belt that's recognized. It's literally just, here's a title. Yeah. Try and keep people interested. Keep you here's Ricky, happy. Here's Ricky Starks as your tag partner who's going to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Uh, it's just... But the thing is, the problem is, is if, like, me and you have tried, try and have these conversations, like, okay, I think probably we would sway more to WWE, maybe because we know it, but I think we, we are quite quick to point out WWE's mistakes. But I'm very, you've got I to do the same, you know? Too. You know? We're As wrestling I call, fans. I call them out for, for their treatment of the freaking, of, of the hackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For retribution, I've called them out for the way that they've booked them. I said they should have been booked stronger. But, like, that's my thing, is I have opinions. And my opinions are my opinions. I've tried time and time again to watch AEW with a clear mind going in. And time and time again, it made me think, this wouldn't be worth 60 bucks if I wasn't watching it at my friends. Mm. Why would I pay 60 bucks for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Halloween Havoc was better. You know, I, I even said Bound for Glory was better. Mm -hmm. Yes, Bound for Glory, I enjoyed more. I enjoyed that more. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but I did. Um, but it did continue. Um, we'll jump on to the next one. It was John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. Did actually enjoy that match. I like John Silver. Um, I can't find too much wrong with that. But again, there <laughs> you go. Two phenomenal guys that should be doing more. The only yeah. reason why they were even on the card and not on the mid card was because what's his face had to pull out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like right now, Orange Cassidy, okay, he may be a comedy act uh, and he might have Scorpio, a ceiling. Scorpio Sky had a pull out, so they had a they, they moved his match up. Ah, uh, okay. But get yeah, like uh, Scorpio Sky or whatever has to quarantine. Oh really? Is he Scorpio Sky? Wow. Yeah, he's not. He didn't get it, but he was. He's exposed. been close, right? He was exposed, so. But yeah, it yeah was, I mean, if, I think if, it was supposed yeah. to be like then. I think it was supposed to be like they were gonna have some sort of other tag match, but they took. They had to like unbook that match and put them in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I thought Scorpio Sky was Sean Spears, wasn't it? I think that's what we said. Yes, the but they match. had to. They they had to cancel that, and because they canceled that, they took the match on the pre card and put it on the main card. And that's why we saw Serena Deeb. And Alison K. Ah, okay. Get it. Um, but yeah, Orange Cassidy is another one. Might be a comedy act and he might have a ceiling, but there's no way to deny that right now he's one of the hottest things in wrestling. I like, like but that's the thing, is I like Orange Cassidy. Are they squeezing enough out of it that they should? I don't feel it. You know? I, and I, many I, wrestling I, look at when Rusev Day with Aiden English. It's, they it's didn't use that right, you know? No. Miz you know? To me, Orange Cassidy is a different version. It's going to be a funny comparison. It's a different version of Eugene, where <laughs> yeah. he's this laid-back dude. Instead of Eugene, you know, Eugene played a special dude. But when they got in the ring, they wrestled like a serious competitor and actually did that. Yeah, and are actually enjoyable to watch. As I say, he might have a ceiling, and there might be a point when... But right now, he's hot. 
Just like, as I said, we've seen before with Mizdow. They ruined that. Damien Sandow was he, hot at that they moment. Should have, you know? They should have bit when the when the bite was good and had, and had him take the title from Cody the other week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, having him beat Chris Jericho, I thought, all right, they're actually going to ride on some of that, that heat, you know, that, that momentum he's got and the fan base that he's created. And then he's back fighting John Silver. But no, no disrespect we'll to get, John Silver because it's we'll a good get, match. Like, we'll get to the interview that happened during the show to where I can see where their next feud is going to go and my rant on that. <laughs> okay. uh, because then the next match was Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Uh, okay. Yep. No build whatsoever. None. And they let this dude take the title. Yeah. Team Taz. No build. No build. No. He's never on. He was not even on Team Taz. No, yeah. They, uh, the but problem, no. the main problem I have with a Cody Rhodes match right now is there is so much going on at ringside. Like, so much. Like, I don't, I don't want to see so much. You know? I don't want to see it. Because it was a shame because they were good. It was a good match. Like, and that's what's annoying. Like, from, again... I've said it on, on WWE. The wrestling was good. I'm not going to knock the match that Cody Rose and Darby Allen put in, but the build and the story but and everything not, else was garbage. It's also, it's also nothing original, as Darby Allen is literally AEW's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yes. That's literally what he is. He's AEW's Jeff Hardy, some dude with face paint who's being perceived as a daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, have you seen that? I've seen the meme of like, I am Sting. <laughs> I've seen that gif all over Twitter. I even see the Sting. I see this as literally the 2002 Jeff Hardy, where they were like, he's an artiste and he does all these wacky, crazy things because he's an enigma. <laughs> I. It was just too obvious for me that. They pushed Darby Allen to be a star. And I think he could be. And I've said it from the beginning. Darby Allen's a very, very talented boy. Very, very good wrestler. And has got a really, really but bright future. Know, but I'm calling it now. Do you know what's going to happen? This rain is going to last as long as Harper's rain lasted. Because you know what's going to happen? Cody's going to get another rematch in a couple of weeks. And he's going to take it back again. Which means no, it's going to make it mean nothing. It's the same thing as Brody Lee. Mm. Brody Lee's win. Brody Lee's win meant nothing. Why did it mean nothing? Because after being dominant and putting him on the shelf, he came back three weeks later from what could have been a an injury to sell longer. Came back three weeks later with a different hair color for one week because he changed his hair color back already. For one week, had different hair color. Just beat him cleanly and took his belt back. Yeah, ruined the punch. Yeah. Yeah, I, for me, like, to me, like, yeah, Cody is, um, Edison, he, I could, yeah, go on, sorry. People have said that he's like AEW's Triple H, and I turned around and I said, no, what he is, is he's AEW's John Cena. He, yeah. he put it this way he gets put in these matches against these monsters or these dudes that take him out within a couple of weeks, and then he comes back and gets a win on them after being beat clean. Yeah, yeah. Very John Cena-esque. Because, like, he came in 
well, arguably one of the biggest stars that they had to offer for the first half of the company's run. And but just, it was like arguable said, that he was the most over wrestler on their roster. But just now that look at the way, kind of yeah, it's literally the same exact booking. Look at how they book him. He takes mm -hmm. a couple of losses to where they're thinking, oh, the, whoever it is that's beating him actually is a threat. And then he comes and he defeats them clean with like a super, like just super seen at it. Oh, God, I hope it's, they don't They do did to Russo. I don't know it's if they do they that did. to Darby Allen because it's what they did to Rusev. It's what they did to Wade Barrett. Like it's the same thing they're doing with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is getting fed these new dudes that come in and he beats them up clean. Yeah. I mean, because as you know? I say, Darby Allen's a very good wrestler and and it very easily could be a face of that company. Very easily because he's a big, he's a good, talented boy. Just ah. Uh, Cody, and as you say, yeah, he's, he's AEW's John Cena. J, uh, John Cena. John Rhodes, that's what we'll call him. Um, then we had the AEW Women's Championship match. <laughs> Very disappointing. And I don't, and what gets me is they're not learning anything about their women's division at all. You know what? You know what Sheeta versus Rose felt like? You know the early Divas Revolution matches when the girls had no real storyline and the attempt to fix it was just simply, we'll put you in a longer match? Yeah. That's what it felt like. That's all I felt like. It was it was disappointing. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't rate Sheeta. I don't rate Rose. I'm guessing all they're looking to do is Sheeta's going to lose to Britt Baker. And they it even, once, you know, they're going to flip the switch on They even said that. it in the... They even said it in the, the 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 Tony Khan thing after, like he did the pre the pre press conference thing, like Triple H does, and they literally asked him, like, "Hey, people said your women's division's weak," and he turned around and went, "Yeah, women's division's weak, but that's not our main concern right now." Wow. See that is our disappointing. Main, our main concern, our main concern is the is the main cause. Like that right there is like, what? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because women's wrestling is is very different now. You know, like some of the best matches. When I think of like one of my, some of my top five, Heck, Bailey Sasha Alice, would be in there. The Iron Man. They match. just had Allison K on their pre-show. Why were they not offering her a contract? Mm. Like I would through. They've the got pre like Tay Conti is there. I haven't seen her. I mean, what's she doing? She's she's good. They you got Allie that they don't use. Allie, they, they use don't Allie as a manager. Exactly. And then I'm seeing Brandy Rhodes everywhere. And I mean, and she's everywhere. Like, and I, I well, she's just, just everywhere. She's branded off as uh, Cody matches, Dustin matches. And then for a while, she had that stable. Yeah. The nightmare thing with Kong. That everybody, know. like, literally just crapped on until they, they got rid of it. But yeah, they've got some talented people, but that match was terrible. Like, that was a really poor... That felt like, as I say, watching early Divas Revolution matches. And women's wrestling has come on so far, you know? So, so far compared to what they're put, putting out. But Sheeta, um, uh, Sheeta won. She retained. Um, right. Now, the next one, I'm pretty sure everyone had written five stars already before the match even happened. For many, it's a dream match. FTR versus Young Bucks. Okay. And what is my main concern about it? Go ahead. What did they try to make this be like? 
what just happened at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. Orton, Orton Edge. Yeah. If the, you're going to the sit thing. there and tell me that WWE is not living rent-free in their head, but they're going to pull that, come on now. Yeah. And they did, what, they did DIYs finish here as well, didn't they? Yeah. With better like, build. Here's the thing. I mean, that match should make the thing. main event pay-per-view. We saw Orton and Edge. We didn't really like Orton and Edge that much. No. Why would we like it with these guys? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, I don't know. They did what they so they did like Dudley's Hardy's by the Bucks, and then uh, the Revival did like the Art Attack, and I think the Steiner Bulldog weren't it as well. But ah. it's finisher after finisher after finisher. Yeah. If WWE I... turned around and had a match where they had Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton and all they did was Claymore kick and RKO each other, what would people say? Yeah. yeah. But look at Edge Orton, you know? I mean, while it was cool, you're like, oh, look what they did. Like, it's, it's, yeah. But I don't know. You, even heard my co- you even heard my live commentary as we watched it in the Discord with everybody where I literally was like, dude, this match is taking forever. And then I started cracking jokes about the, the concession table over there and stuff because yeah, it yeah. was ju- it was just getting so drawn out that I was like, come on now. But well, the, the, main, and, the, the rematch was better. And the thing is, is that it lost some of the drama because it was long, but because of the Bucks will never challenge again thing, you know? So if you're going to do a long match with that stipulation, the drama's already gone. Like, there's no drama. You know, we needed to be invested. We knew what the outcome was going to be once that stipulation was made. The build for that, as I say, that match is a dream match in the making of many years. (laughs) For a long time, people have wanted to see that. And with a better build, it will headline any wrestling promotions pay-per-view, you know? And they are two very talented teams. But I've come out of it preferring to watch the Young Bucks versus Omega and Paige. That, for me, yeah. was a better tag match, you know? Because I feel like the build let these two down, and there's nothing they could do to build the drama back, you know? The right. drama was gone, and then as it goes on a bit long, you're like, ugh. But and again, it was, now, it what was do you good. Do? Like, <laughs> but again, now what do you do with FTR? Who knows? That was, like, the big the reason for them going there. What now? What other tag teams are there? The Dark Order? Private Party. I love Private Party. Private Party, you're good. But that's what I'm saying. You don't see enough of private party to be like, yeah, private party yeah. young bucks. Yeah, exactly. They don't because, even give. Yeah. They, need they to barely be give enough yeah. to, to to pride and powerful. Yeah, private party. What was the was it the tag team tournament when AEW first started and it was private party against uh, Pentagon Junior and that match was amazing. That's I remember thing. sitting there like, the oh snap! The, <laughs> it's the same thing as the women's division. Look at their tag division and what they could accomplish with it and what they're doing with it. They have private party, Santina and Ortiz. They got Chuck Taylor and, and uh, what's his face there? Mm. The best friends. They got the Dark Order. Mm. You know, and what what two what two teams do we see more than anything? The yeah. Young Bucks and Adam Page and Omega when they were a team. Yeah, that's what we saw. And that's the thing. When but, you first when AEW first so started, you watched that tournament, you're like, teams. wow. I remember saying, and I think it was on here. I'm like, AEW's tech division is awesome. 
And now all of a sudden you just feel like it's the Young Bucks and Revival and that's it. You know? Like, am I supposed to be like, oh man, Private Party versus them next when I haven't seen enough of Private Party or enough of Lucha Brothers or enough of Dark Order mm-hmm. or like, how, how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's annoying. I just, yeah, I feel like the build that they gave this match spoiled this match. And that's not on Revival or Young Bucks because it is a tremendous match. And again, before everyone starts throwing their pitchforks at us WWE fanboys, I enjoyed the match. I think the storytelling and the stipulation they put on them spoiled it for them. You know, I don't think it gave them a chance to put on the dream match that, as I say, you saw it on paper, that's a dream match ticked, you know? When it's the same two tag teams and the same three tag teams for four or five months in a row, it gets stale. There's so many. Yeah. What am I gonna? What? Where do we go from here? Who's yeah. gonna challenge Young Bucks next? That that's supposed to be taken seriously. That we've actually seen on their TV. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have to say, like losing to a super kick after everything that happened, I thought the ending was a little bit flat. But it was definitely a great match. But I just I feel like it should have been more. Um. Right. Then we had Matt Hardy versus Sammy. Cinematic wrestling. Um, the feud. All right, this is where I'm gonna like. sit back and listen to your rant because <laughs> this is like your biggest rant of the fucking. Yeah. So, I watched this match. Now the feud's been lame. Uh, the all-out stuff was difficult to watch. This is at the Hardy Compound. Once again, there's guest appearances from Reby and Senor Benjamin. Once again. And then the one that gets me. Everyone going absolutely ballistic on my Twitter over Hurricane and Gangrel. Like, I, I, mean, I just, like, what? Right. Okay, so people get yelled at. because Goldberg's comeback. Oh, my God, it's Goldberg once again. Gangrel and Hurricane get a pop? Like, they're nobodies anyway. They were comedy acts. Gangrel is, the, like, only there because Edge and Christian came out the back of it. It's the only reason we remember him. We wouldn't think of Gangrel if it wasn't for them two. You know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't. I mean, it wasn't that great. And then you, the you watch all these AEW fans going nuts. Oh, my God, it's Hurricane. Oh, my God, it's Gangrel. Are you serious? The only thing, <laughs> the only thing I understood about it was it was a throwback to the fact that he managed, oh, he managed him as a new brood at one point. Yeah, I just... I mean, I, I thought it was funny. Like, Hurricane going into the, the Lake of Reincarnation yeah. and stuff. But that's a WWE skit I just watched on a TNA it's match. Not even a, but that's that's what it's I watched. Not even, it's not even a WWE skit. Do you know what type of skit it is? This is straight out of what they did. It's exact things they did with Ultimate Deletions and everything else in Impact. Yeah. It's just watching Impact. It's just a rip-off. And the, the only people... like, Because there was talk before, like, oh, Sting's going to appear and this, that. And we get Gangrel and Hurricane. Like, are you for real? Like, that's the big who are? That's the big cameos? I love a cameo. They're always welcome. Don't mind it. This went on way too long. Uh, it had Gangrel. Uh, it had a concerto to win. Like, it was just one big ripoff. And I tried to explain to a fan, like, guys, that was terrible. Like, I've just watched a TNA match with WWE guys in it. That's all I've watched. You know, why does Sammy need that? I mean, is Sammy being punished because of the Sasha Banks comments? I don't know. That was terrible. Um, it was just long. It was just dull. It was just 
you know, they called back on the mat injury spot from the last time. People were upset by that. Why would you use it in the match? Like, ah, oh, it was awful for me. Yeah, uh, really poor. And it, like, it was starting to turn me, you know, because I'm like, what's happening to this pay per view? Like, 60 bucks? Guys, are you for real? And uh, Gangrel and Hurricane are the ones that making you mark out. Can you imagine if you were watching a Jeff Hardy versus Mustafa Ali before Retribution? Yeah, big, big chance. And you're thinking, all right. And then they pull out in the WWE show Hurricane and Gangrel. People would have lost their minds in fury. There wouldn't be a pop. It wouldn't be a pop. And that's what annoys me right now with AEW fans is they lost their bananas over Hurricane and Gangrel. Yet they're the ones that complain Goldberg is back. What's the difference? What is the difference? You know, they're in a match with Sabi Guevara, up and comer, future, you know, almost talented boy. And that's that's what he gets. I just, yeah, they go rant over. I think that's the most I've ranted on this podcast. Gio's <laughs> just sitting there chewing on his Taco Bell. I just, I couldn't believe it, you know? I, 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 like I said, I turned around and I was like, yes. Yes, you're you're finally seeing what I've been saying. You know, and I, I because I, for weeks I've I've ranted, but I've not ranted as much as I wanted to rant because I've <laughs> tried, I've tried to not be cornet, and I've tried to like yeah. not be so negative and judgmental. But damn, people yeah. keep doing things like saying this is the best thing in the world, and this is better than this, and this is better than that, and I'm like. It's not. It's not better than that. It's not. So your, the formula your, that your, they're trying to do. Your mentality is yeah. so construed. We yeah. had a guy this. We had a guy this week where I literally had a talk with him where he turned around and went, "I didn't like Undertaker versus Edge because it was cinematic." And I turned around and went, "Did you perhaps like the Stadium Stampede?" And he went, "Oh yes, amazing. It was a great match. Five stars." And I turned around and I went. The same fucking thing. Yeah. That's what the, is different? Same. Nothing. You know, like, and to see like Sammy in that. So the formula only works, right? Of them bringing in these ex WWE guys if they allow their homegrown talent to overcome these bigger names. You know, thus make some stars. However, there's no sign of AEW doing that. They're just making the same mistakes as TNA did. Fans are tired of seeing the same old faces in WWE aren't going to switch to AEW when the world champion is Moxley having taken it from Jericho. This is why I worry about AEW long-term. It could be in trouble when they go up against NXT because NXT, the wrestlers are fresh, hungry, and the most important thing is they're new. AEW should be that show. That's what we was excited about. And instead, I'm watching Sammy Gravara in a match with Matt Hardy with Gangrel and Hurricane. Would you see that on NXT? absolutely not absolutely not and that's what annoys me and that's what fans are not seeing you look at their roster it's jericho moxley cody neville dustin Rhodes, jack hager sean spears rusev harper all the guys that we see all the time and then the guys underneath okay darby allen got his shot but there's no where's janela you know scorpio sky hasn't really had a push you know, all, you know, Kenny Omega's been on a massive losing streak. Paige, we're still waiting to see. All these guys that they could now be pushing to the forefront, and instead we're just seeing the same guys over and over. I still just watched Ultimate Deletion from TNA. And I just, 
You can't even tell the fans that this is the problem, though. I don't know. Maybe it's my age. I watch WCW do the same thing. I watch TNA do the same thing. And trust me, I was a WCW kid. I'm rewatching 96, 97, realizing how you little have, of I WWE I watched. I, but... I laughed at you and said, I give you all the fucking credit in the world because you're watching some of the hardest stuff. <laughs> yes, I am. Right you are on like... <laughs> Yes, it's Come it's been me. emotional. I think that was the I word I told you. Right? I was like, "Oh man, you're you're entering territories of rockabilly and freaking flash the real double J." <laughs> and I was too. Oh, sorry, flash funk. Oh god, oh, literally god. like watching Broder's <laughs> Clay's entrance. The old two step. Yeah. Heel Jim uh, Ross. Yeah, heel Jim Ross when he brings back fake Diesel and fake Razor. Oh lord. And Vader. Oh, Vader just got terrible. Michael's not wanting to do a job. Yeah, he lost his smile. I literally, (laughs) I'm at the pay-per-view after that. The final four is what I've just watched. Where Shawn Michaels lost his smile. (laughs) But at that point, and that's why I want people to understand that I'm only saying this stuff because I want AEW to succeed. I've wanted competition. I used to watch WCW at this time. Is I'm watching this and I'm like, I never watched this pay-per-view because I was too busy watching WCW. You know, I was big on TNA at the point with, uh, you know, when Christian was over there doing his thing. Loved it. Aces and eights, beatdown clan, loved all of that stuff. X division matches, desperate for it to work. But all I'm seeing is the same problems. Like that compound match, poor. And had Gangrel. I mean, Gangrel. Because they're re- they're reaching for talent for these type of things. Matt didn't need that win. Matt Hardy doesn't need any more wins anymore. But honestly, is Sammy Guevara deserving of a push? To me, Sammy Guevara has been a slobby Sammy himself. Mm, yeah, that's a very fair point. Look at every match he's had with Matt Hardy. He busted him open the wrong way with a chair. He dropped. He dropped them on the concrete. Yeah, the feud has been poor. Like it's, they haven't really clicked together at all, and that Not much kind of carried it on. Before, and when he keeps fucking up, and then yeah. sorry to to go up in a mid rant here, but it's better now than never. Nia Jax again this week here we go. was in the wrong situation where Mandy Rose got hurt because Mandy Rose didn't cover up when she got thrown over the ropes or something. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, sloppy Nia Jax. What an injury. What a botcher. What about Sammy? Sammy's had just as many injuries and mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about what about the other week when they knocked out Alex Reynolds on AEW Dark and they literally kept the match going while the dude lay there in the ring motionless? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. nobody's calling that out, but they'll call out a mistake by Nia Jack. And, yeah, was it? I don't see it as all her fault. I'm not going to lie. Like, looking at it, that, to me, looked like Mandy Rhodes' inexperience more than anything. I mean, okay, Nia is heavy-handed. I'm not trying to defend that she isn't. Like, she's heavy-handed. She's clumsy. You know, she's a big girl. I, the I thing don't is think she, she realizes her own strength at times. I get it. And I'll say she doesn't know her own strength. Yeah, 100%. Like, especially with the people, she can't seem to adjust to who she's fighting. Like, if she had done something like that to Oscar, you wouldn't even notice it. 
but doing it to Kyrie saying Mandy Rhodes, you know, you're going to notice it. And she seems to treat them all the same and she can't because she's a big girl and she's a strong girl. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. Why is Sammy not called out the same though? Sammy is clumsy as all hell. He's, he's had just as many mistakes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, the other week, Alex Reynolds, the dude from the Dark Order, was in a match. Mm. And he got knocked out, like legit knocked out. And nobody yeah, yeah. said anything. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Right. Moving on to more rants. Yeah, Jericho versus MJF. I'm, re I'm, re I'm reading up on that. It was a Dynamite Man him, event. I'm trying to see who was in it. Because if it was Sammy, that just <laughs> makes it even more. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. But yeah, as I say, like the cinematic match was poor. It was a poor take on what TNA had done well. And WWE tried to do it. And now AEW have tried to do it. And unfortunately, TNA one is the only one worth watching. Um, Hurricane and Gangrel. When I read that and everyone was marking okay, it out. The, like, it, was the, it was actually worse because it was the Young Bucks. It was oh, the wow. Young Bucks, Private Party, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, and the Butcher and the Blade. With the with the winner getting the tie. It was the the one where they got the win for get and then went on to fight FTR. Oh yeah. He literally got knocked out and was laying flat in the middle of the ring. And they just kept going. Like they left the dude to sit there laying motionless as they were like, um, Let's keep wrestling. And the Bucks are supposed to be co-owners of this place. Why are they not stopping to take care of this dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clumsy. Clumsy. Nia Jax clumsy. Um, right, then speaking of clumsy, MJF versus Jericho is the match before the main right. event. I'm sorry to everybody calling Jericho the best thing in the world lately, but dudes got winded really quick. Yeah. Now, this was the first time I watched a match. And I'm like, okay, Jericho is starting to look old now. He looks old, fat and tired. You know, he looks like he's coming to the end. Um, and it didn't matter how many times the commentary team told me, he's moving like 15 years ago. No, he really isn't. No, how he is he isn't. moving like 15 years ago when he's got a beer belly? <laughs> yeah, he really isn't moving like he was 15 years ago. Um, he's got a bad belly. Yeah, I think he... I, I think he needs to maybe consider. That's why I don't think. Well, I hope not that they're gonna go Omega Jericho. Don't think Jericho can hang much longer. Like he's look, he looked tired. MJF for me, it felt like MJF was carrying that match at times. That's why it was going slow. It felt like it went on forever because MJF had to slow it right down. And again, MJF doesn't need that like at all. But it's you know we talked to someone in the Discord and. Um, it does it does look like you know jericho gets kicked out of inner circle after mjf and then that frees jericho up to maybe face omega oh, i hope they don't do that i hope they don't do that you know what i'm so over is them booking jericho like a comedy act like i'm kind of over that like i'm over it now i think it's time though he considers taking right. a lesser role you know but the ego of the man probably won't and the paycheck that he's going to be taking means i don't know but he did look 
he looked tired. He looked, he didn't look like he was with it, you know, at times. And I felt a bit sorry for MJF at times for carrying it. MJF, though, we bagged on AEW a bit. MJF is everything that they're doing right, though. MJF is great. I'm a big he fan. He is, but he right, should be great. the war. He should be the champion. He should have been the man to beat Moxley. Yeah, proper heel champion would do them great right now. I said this from the beginning. He, instead of Jericho, he should have been the first champion. Yeah, and it would have shown some intent. Like, we are going to, this is for the future. Because at the minute, that I don't know. Apart from the Darby Allen win, which again, he's, he's got the wrestling no skills, the mic skills, yeah, and the talent to be a, a genuine asshole heel. And so like, why are they not capitalizing on? Yeah, and he he's literally the one that's like, okay, I see my opportunity, and he's trying to take it. Like he sees the opportunity that he's got with the with the whole AEW thing, but there again, like he's messing about singing songs and then carrying Chris Jericho. But as I say, it's the first time I've looked in a long, long time and gone, you know, I'm starting to look at Jericho like I looked at Taker, like, all right, dude, don't don't stay around too long enough to become the villain, you know? Don't outstay your welcome. Know when to quit, you know? And that's the first match where it's got in my head, like, all right, maybe maybe Jericho's time's up a little bit. Well, it's calling. There, there's, a, there's a phone ringing somewhere. Um, right, then main event. Speaking no. of champ. No, no. Bro, Before what? the event, there was a promo during this event. Oh. Yeah, your promo. Yeah, go ahead. I'll leave this one to you. I right. have my Matt Hardy one. So they decided to do this whole Kip Sabian promo, which again, you got Nero. Why is he not on your pay-per-view card? Mm-hmm. Yep. They did some sort of Kip Sabian promo, and best friends showed up, and like Art Cassidy and Miro kind of had a stare down. So are they are you telling me they're going to feed Miro to Orange Cassidy or they're going to feed Orange Cassidy to Miro? It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it. No. That's what I assumed. Is uh... No. Miro should have been the guy that, not to be mean to Brian Cage, but if Miro should have been the guy that should have been the Brian Cage spot. He should have been the guy that was Team Taz. He could have had a title run by now. Why yeah. are they wasting Miro with hip fucking Sabian? I don't know. I, and then I, I, I you don't know. get like, him and you don't put him on your pay-per-view. Yeah. So like, if WWE just... didn't put him on a pay-per-view, how much shape did they get? Yeah. I mean, surely, like, even the most blinded fans, like the blinkers on for AEW, can't be happy with the way that Miro's been booked since joining. It has been... It's disgusting. And I even saw like on their Twitter, wasn't it? Like everyone's favorite Twitch streamer. What? No. No, he's not. Like no, he's not. I like I wanted to see him wrestle. I want to see him do well. I like I liked Rusev. I thought he was a beast. That whole year run until like Cena squashed him. Hey, he's maybe we may as well just feed him to Cody Rhodes, isn't it? At this he is a big dude. His gimmick should not be video game nerd. No, no, absolutely not. They're getting it very, very wrong. And why he's wasting time with Kip Sabian, I, I just, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, I've just seen the, the Dynamite on Wednesday. The main event will be Brian Cage versus Matt Seidel. 
Great. Why? I don't know. What is what build up? Where has Matt fucking Seidel been since falling on his ass at the Battle Royal? <laughs> his neck. And we're gonna get Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky. That's on Wednesday too. Oh, uh, so you're yeah. telling me that they're giving crap to WWE for the for how they handle COVID, but the dude who's been exposed is not quarantining for 14 days and is right back going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently he's on Wednesday. That match is happening Wednesday. More hypocrisy. Tay Conti, Red Velvet, Penta versus Phoenix. Who's Red Velvet? I don't know. Some girl. Tay Conti. At least Tay Conti's on telly. I'll take it. And a bunkhouse match, Butcher and Blade versus The Natural Nightmares. Why okay. is bunkhouse match your fucking main event? Uh, maybe. I, we could just be in that in different order. I... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Where's so, yeah, the whole Miru thing it? just isn't making sense to me. Like, he is being booked no better than he was on WWE. Nothing's changed. It's the same crappy storylines that he's... And all that he's gained from it is Lana's being put through a table every... <laughs> he's not... Okay. He's not, yeah. It's bad. It's... it's where's your bad. Where's your Dynamite champion... Where's your world champion? None of them are none of them were mentioned in any of that going no. into the show. No. no, none of them. Cody speaking in MJF's induction. And he's supposed to defend every week. Something like that. But Darby Allen's not on the show. Cody is speaking though, so my guess is gonna use his rematch. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I... I wanted to succeed. As I say, like I wanted WCW to succeed and stuff. Like I was there. I'm, I, Because I always felt like if there's competition, it brings the best out of WWE. It makes them be better. Do you see my problems? It's like if they did Monday Night Raw and they said, yeah, we're giving Randy Orton a week off. We're not even going to mention that he's a world champion. Just don't, don't, don't. We're not discussing that. Yeah. Also, Bobby Lashley's not going to be there. We're not going to talk about the U.S. champion. Um, our tag team champions, um, um, New Day, we'll discuss them either. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll give you Retribution versus her business for your main event, but Bobby Lash is not in it. Yeah, in a bunkhouse match. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What would people, what would, what would the AEW fans or wrestling fans Say about that. Yeah. Oh, you're not using your world champion. You're not using your title. They're not champion. even having the guys that beat them. They're not even having mm -hmm. Dar Darby Allen's not on the show. Um, Eddie Kingston's not on the show. Surely he would have something to say after that match. Like, Eddie Kingston's getting a really good opportunity. And I actually enjoyed the Moxley match. I mean, they could even make him champ a little bit before they lost it with Moxley. They could do a, a month here and there. Really build on Eddie Kingston's momentum. But no, he's not even on the show either. So it's like coming out of a pay-per-view of Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre and neither of them, them, them being on Raw. Neither. Your main event is going to be Titus O'Neil against Kalisto. See you later. <laughs> Come on, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They'll be complaining. Worst Raw ever, lowest ratings ever. Look at the ratings. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be bad. It would be bad. Uh they need they need help, but what they need is honesty because they're doing lots of things right. Please don't get me wrong. 
But and what doesn't help box, is being blinded by... With the young bucks, isn't one of the bucks injured? So why the fuck put the tag titles on an injured dude? Because they don't need to, uh... Didn't he announce during the press conference that he tore his MCL? Something like that, yeah. The MCL, the one that doesn't so need to get. How do you put your tag titles on a team that's not going to be able to compete? That's literally if they were like, yeah, I just got that torn triceps, but he's your world champion. Yeah, not good. Do you know what? To be honest with you, the AEW Dark card looks better than the main card this week. <laughs> That's it. YouTube card is looking better than the TNT card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Like, it does. Um, not going to lie. It's got Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela against Jurassic Express. I can yeah, dream go early in genocide against Evilist and Dino, Di uh, Diamante. Why are these people not being put on main card? Yeah. They got some talent Why back there. Are the constant same ten people? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Let's uh, let's quickly go through Raw. Um, as we're here. Well, we didn't finish that main event. Oh. Moxley Kingston. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I didn't hate it. Okay. I did because again, it's bringing in somebody, building them up to be a mega guy that are the threat. To Moxley and then having Moxley embarrass them. I mean, yeah. He's done it. Did He's we really think, Archer? though, that Kingston was a. It was a good He's idea in it. theory, I think. He's like done it match. to Archer. He's done it to Brody Lee. He's done it to Brian Cage. He's done it to, to MJF. They bring in these guys, they have them get the advantage on Moxley, and then Moxley gets a win. Yeah. I mean, if AEW was interested in, like, pivoting based on what's hot, Eddie Kingston would get a run. Even if, like, as I say, dropped it back to Moxley before they do Moxley Omega, um, which is what they're, they're obviously stoked for. Because um, it, it's good to see Kingston finally getting a big opportunity. And I thought the f match was good. I mean, the finish, ugh, it was a bit anticlimactic, I think. I think people know Eddie Kingston tougher than... I don't know. Yeah, it was a good idea, but it lacked in the execution. Because, again, I, I've always been quite biased, though. I don't get the Moxley hype. I didn't get the Ambrose hype. I, I don't get it. I think there's a lot better guys on that roster than Moxley. Like, I've always watched, and I'm like, what are people seeing that they're so excited about? Like, they loved Ambrose. They love... I was never a big fan. And I think... And I still think that. I still think that myself. That's why maybe my brain's like, all right, look, let's give it to Kingston. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was, the wrestling was good. Um, it was better than the last pay-per-view. Um, the booking of the women was disgusting and some of the matches went on too long. Uh, but other than that, the wrestling was good. Like it was there, it was a better effort for a while if you're going to try and take some small wins, but they need to do better. I think they need to do better. They've got the roster to be able to do better. You know, they're just not using it right. And please fans, just call them out. Tell them what they're doing wrong. Help them. What fan, that's what is needed. You know, everyone always own over analyzes the WWE's mistakes. Kind of need to do it to them too. So they can get better. Um, 
All right, and then we'll just we'll quickly touch on Raw. Um, we obviously spoke about the Nia Jax bit. Um, you know what? Right, the bit that how I describe Raw, I've got it. You know when you try and blow air into a balloon, but there's a tidy hole in it. It feels like that watching Raw. Some moments are, uh, it gets good. Some moments are, are good, and then whoosh, it comes through the hole, and all the air goes, and your balloons back to where it started. You know, you're getting quite satisfactory. You're like, okay, I'm getting here, and you lose all your energy, and all your air's gone, and you're like, whatever. Um, that's what it that feels like to me watching Raw these days. Um, there's plenty to enjoy, but it's buried in weak writing. I'm glad there wasn't going to be about retribution. Yes, that looked better. Mustafa Ali looked good. That whole choke that he does. Nice. I like that finishing move. Has he done that always? I've never really thought I've seen that. The OG clutch? I don't think so. No. Nude. So. He used to do that rotating freaking moonsault thing. It was like the triple moonsault or the double moonsault thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as again, <sighs> had a good tag team match. Uh, the Ricochet Ali match was really good. Uh, the main event was all right. But then, like, the constant putting through Lana through a table in the hope that she becomes, what, a sympathetic baby face? Is that what they're going for? Like, But they did, they did let her distract. Yes. Yeah, so that is true. That it is did true. lead to a distraction and a win. Yeah. No, you make a good point. Um... Like, as I say, the main event, I loved the Orton being Randy Orton at the end. I thought it was great. Um, Miz and Morrison were, were good. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Raw, yeah, as I say, there were some good bits. And then there's some bits that you just go, Ugh. Good to see Eric back in the ring. Um, even though it was like the 24-7, that 24-7 right. thing. That was good. Tucker, Tucker's new um, new outfit looks a bit weird. I think they need to work on that. Um, feel a bit sorry, but he is a, now a former twenty four seven champ because he got the he got the roll up on Drew Gulak, so that was pretty good. Um, and it, the build that they're trying for, um, Survivor Series, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Like all of them hating each other. But... A, how do you do a draft? And then two weeks later, you're gonna have to have a pay per view where everybody's changed brands. But all of a sudden, they're pretending their loyalties with the place they've only been with for two fucking weeks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, AJ Styles, but a few weeks ago, you were all about being on SmackDown. And all yeah. of a sudden, you're like, Raw is the best. Yeah. He's the, he was the face that run the place, yeah? Yeah. The house that AJ Styles built, and now he's Team Raw, the captain. So, yeah, it's that. And that's the thing, is that... You look at it and you think, oh, you used to get excited about Survivor Series matchups and that. But this one, you're like, you've just been drafted. I'm just not feeling it. And the whole also team the is like new because draft. Because of the draft, they didn't build up any sort of rivalries because it's kind of draft, Survivor Series. Then we can start building till our next pay-per-view. Yeah, and I'm guessing that they, they're trying to they're pushing the Braun Sheamus thing. That's going to be the thing to come out the back end of it. And they're using Survivor Series as a place to sort of start new feuds, you know? Didn't show any teamwork and blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, it was... 
I have to say that the triple threat match that started, the Hardy Elias Riddle match, was really, really good. Um, didn't have any rest holds. It was it was really fast paced, plenty of moves. I'm glad they gave um, it to Riddle. Yeah. Yes, I am. I thought uh, Elias was going to sneak it. I did think. Uh, but no, Riddle looked good. I thought the whole match looked good. I just hope that they move away from Elias and Hardy a bit now. I'm kind of over that. Jeff Hardy's um, yeah. another guy like Chris Jericho that I, I hate to say it, but please just come on. You're yeah. too old to be doing the stuff you did when you were younger. This isn't 2002. This isn't 2003. This isn't 1999. This isn't 2000. You cannot do these swantons off of ladders and moves anymore. You're way too old. <laughs> yeah. Started to catch up. But yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you on that one. Um, I'd also, so I also read that, uh, obviously, because they've got to be out of the Amway Center on December 5th. Um, apparently, they are talking to Tropicana Field, which is the baseball stadium of the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. So I, I'm not sure how they'd run in a baseball stadium. Um, but yeah, St. Petersburg, Florida, Tropicana Field. Um, apparently, that's the one. Um, and they're also looking at some places in Texas and Illinois, but the one in Florida. I mean, I'm all about some. I I love outdoor. I love outdoor wrestling shows. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, yeah. the feel of it. So SummerSlam '92, WrestleMania Nine, two of my favorites because just the backdrop and the ambiance of it. Mwah. Like, yeah, yeah. you get to see the sunset and, like, yeah. like just it, it brings a whole the outdoor mood. one was uh, the RKO off the curb stump, wasn't it? And that looked awesome uh, that when he flipped one. up in the sky. Uh, and, oh, Cena Rock was one. Yeah, yeah. That at the Giant Stadium, I was live, I was there live for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, like, I just like the ambiance of it being that, like, as they're wrestling, you see the time going by. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. 100%. Yeah. Like, I remember SummerSlam 92, it started like the, like it was still noon. It was all nice and bright. And by the time The Undertaker came out for his match, it was just a stone pitch black. Nice. Which actually leads me to my final point Survivor Series is going to be Undertaker's final farewell. Do you think? Did you see what I? Did you see what I sent you? Oh yes, yeah, Savio Vega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vega, <laughs> I can't believe here I am watching mid nineties wrestling, and now Savio Vega's gonna be at Survivor Series. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> but they've been really I mean, good buddies, those two, haven't they? For a yeah, long time. Yeah, they were part time. of the BSK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the BDK. Yeah. <laughs> the B, the bone. But do you think he? Who do? You, do you think he's gonna interfere in anything? No. It's, you think he's just going to come out and say goodbye? Like, as I had vision, maybe he's going to come out and wipe out all much, of Team Raw and SmackDown. No, pretty much. Do you remember what they did for Ric Flair the night after he, like, the night after Mania? Okay. It's going to be like that. It's going to be, and there's, there'll be a video. There'll be a, you know, he'll come out. There'll be a video. And then you're going to see a bunch of people from his past show up and shake his hands and pay their respects. 
Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, Savio Vega is what? obvious choice. Because he hasn't been on WWE TV, it was said, since 1998. Like, they did with Rick You saw, like, the horseman, and then you saw this guy and that guy, and they all came out and gave him a little bit of a, you know, hey, we were rivals, we did this together, congratulations. The thing is, like, for this, though, like, Kane has to be there. Okay. Like, he has to be there. Like, I can't see... This being like a final farewell. If Kane's not there, then that's just not right, you know, for me. They'll probably run a. a they'll probably have Bruce Pritchard come out as Brother Love. Yes. <laughs> Anytime have, to see Brother Love is a good day for probably me. Probably have Dibiase show up. Yeah. Get some old faces yeah. out. I mean, Savio Vega is going to be very exciting. I remember not long ago. <laughs> I think it was the Austin showcase when I unlocked Savio Vega. I was very excited. Put it all over my Facebook. <laughs> like, you're going to see people from Undertaker's past that met something at some point in his career. I would assume that maybe the Godfather and Rikishi will, will be there too. If they if Savio's there, weren't those two part of that crew too? They were. I could see that. Should be good. But you don't think he's going to tombstone all, anyway? The, no. They all have the match. Ooh, they all have the matching tattoo. Ah, okay. You know, you'll see Triple H is gonna show up. Shawn Michaels will show up. It's gonna be people that have had rivalries or meeting rivalries and like just met something at one point in his career. Okay, should be good though. Be good. I'm looking you'll, forward to it. It'd be good to see Sami Vega though. You might even see a Brock Lesnar appearance. You never know, but didn't I read something that they've they've cancelled some trademarks of his WWE? He's a free agent. Yeah, so could be interesting. I um, could see him, like wasn't bring him in for this. Yeah, because there is a respect there. You'll you'll uh, probably see Vince himself. Yeah, I would. I would assume so. Vince has yeah, even assume. said like, yeah, there's like child to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince is gonna have to be there. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. But you think it's not going to be any kind of wrestling? Graduating them and stuff. I just, I want to see one last tombstone. It's Survivor Series, isn't it? Undertaker show. We'll see. We will see. We'll pay closer attention to that next week. Because uh, it's the 22nd, didn't it? Yeah, so next week will be a full Survivor Series review. Um... So yeah, oh, we'll is... go, yeah, we'll go over the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go over that and we'll prepare you for Survivor Series as well as we can. But until then, please, AEW fans, just take your head out of each other's asses, okay? Just do it and just wipe your eyes, have a look and be honest. Like your product isn't perfect. It does need some work. There's lots that are good, but there's lots that isn't. So just be honest and be sensible and be balanced like we all are. Like we've just sat here slagging off Raw. You know, we've just done it. We've just done the same thing as we do. It's across the board. It's, we want good wrestling. So, yeah, rant over. But, yes, first time I've ranted on the pod. And I feel good. I've bottled that up for like a week with you channeling my hate. <laughs> All right, Gio, I'll see you next week, my man. Yeah.